Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter. I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games supplement Baby Beastry. Finn is the trainer of Cerulius, a blue guard drake. Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain. Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Gray, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard. You can also find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. The Lightning Phoenix is fearsome. Lightning and thunder bursts through the sky. And while you are easy pickings on the deck of a ship, going up against five mobile fighters who are able to surround it and attack from a distance, it quickly becomes evident that these pirates have the upper hand. The Phoenix is getting in its shots. It will swoop through, much as it did to you, Finnegan and Darwin, electrifying its targets, swiping at them with lightning. But there are simply too many of them, too spread out. Takes a few minutes. The pirates, the Golden Moon pirates, have patience and determination. And after a couple minutes, there's an explosion of lightning almost as if the sun appears for a moment in the sky, and you see their shadows cast along the clouds in the background. And then there is the slowest lightning bolt you have ever seen, like a dropping snowflake falling through the sky, landing in the snow in the distance, and the five of them swoop down to it. The pirates have been successful. How much damage they took. Very difficult to tell from this distance, but they suffered no permanent losses. What is the reaction on the ship? Hey, can you just confirm something for me? Mm-hmm. They have now killed the adult phoenix and have swooped down to where the, we could assume, reborn phoenix is going to birth? Well, Finnegan, I think you would know this about phoenixes of any kind. Darwin and Arnis, I don't know if you know this as well, but since Finnegan can know this, and I assume isn't going to hoard this information, yep. I'll just say it. The way a D&D phoenix works is, when it dies, it explodes. And the result of that explosion is an egg. and does not hatch right away. There are methods to forcefully hatch it and birth a new phoenix, but there is not a timeline on that. I am going to, as I watch them go for the egg, shout this out to my companions and tell them that, that we really can't let them have a phoenix egg. Like, I'm okay with them getting their justice, but not okay with them taking this creature and making it their servant. Agree. Or killing it, God forbid, that's what they're going to do. I also don't want these people having a phoenix. What are you going to do about it? Are they far enough for them to hear us they are out of distance like okay i purposely moved this fight away so you all wouldn't be in danger Mm -hmm. and they also lured it away you know hey you're letting us out and be free cool they don't want to hurt you either they have no reason to i Uh, should have thought of this before i let them if you want to chase after them you can the ship doesn't really have like boosters but you know magic might be able to help there hey You've got Felicity on board. 
who's got a good connection with Favon, God of the Sky, who could also help with that, if that's something you're interested in. I really passionately do not want them to have this egg or to destroy the egg. Okay. Then how are we catching up with them is the question. Let me look at what I've got. All right. Arnest, do you want to help with this or do you not care? Yeah, I absolutely want to help. I'm not sure how. All right. Look at your magic. Look at your items. I want to help. Can you tell me how far are they away? I have some things that have a weirdly long range. Hundreds of feet. Oh, hundreds. I I have double reach on all of my stuff, but I think my furthest is like 160 feet base. Yeah, Firestorm is 150, which is why I asked. Yeah, you got to close the gap. Like right now, distance is your problem. Remember that one time when I was like, ah, there's no point in taking mass polymorph. And now I'm thinking, fuck, that would have been a good idea. (laughs) Um, So you could all turn into birds? You could effectively do that with your divine charges. We've done Mm. that before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to have, like, a race with them to the ground, like, the easiest way is for me to turn a couple of us into birds. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Darwin could probably just jump. But, but you need to you know. make the horizontal distance, too. It's not just the vertical distance. Yeah. Right. I'm down for that if we want to do the replay, too, where you turn, change Cyril so I can ride Cyril in, as a giant eagle. Because we did that back when we fought the other skyship. Okay. I haven't rolled for divine or rebellious charges. That's true. We have not. And since it sounds like we might be getting near the ground, Darwin, you should probably roll for your charges as well. Okay. Eh, you'll be on this snow, so I don't know if they'll really be useful, but let's everybody roll for charges. Cool. I don't have to do that. No, you do not. Ooh, that's a nice roll. Okay. I have nine divine charges. Mm-hmm. And let me roll for you. You're going to have three. <laughs> oh, I get three rebellious. Cool. What about you, Darvin? I got five. Five divine charges. All right, all right. So, Arnest, do you want to turn everybody into birds, I'm hearing? How high up in the sky are we? You cannot see the ground. I mean, it's dark, Not so you wouldn't deep. be able to see the ground. Um, half a mile? Okay. Too far for Darvin to jump is what I'm hearing. Like I said, Darwin can jump. It's the horizontal distance that matters. Oh, it's right, 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 right. I can't go half a mile. Sorry. Then, yeah. Really, like, me, Darwin, and Cyril. So that we can, like, hypotenuse that shit. <laughs> you see what you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to die. You want to A squared plus B squared it? I do. I really do. I want to get Pythagorean up in here. All right. You're going to be the C squared. <laughs> All right. Any beast. Any beast is allowed. Um, I picked a giant eagle for Cyril the last time. That seemed to work rather well. Giant eagles have a... Oh, let's see. Giant eagles have an 80-foot fly speed. Very fast. So I think that would allow this to be an, a legitimate race. And polymorph is what? A, a four spell? Yeah. Okay. So remind me again. Who's all being transformed? Me, Darwin, Cyril. Okay. Three of you. I'm probably being too kind here. Uh, let's spend two charges a pop there. So six total. Wait, even for the one casting of Polymorph? Oh, sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. You're right. I can still the spend The first six. one is free. I'm okay with spending six and having it be three apiece. I was expecting this to be expensive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, you know, if you want to go two apiece. No, 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 no. Let's keep the target of six and make it three okay. apiece. Okay. Let's make it three points apiece for a total of six, and then the free one that you get for whoever's first. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be some giant eagles. Carolina is watching all this as she's doing her best to re-steady the ship. She's like, damn, that's cool. <laughs> she's not, like, she knows who you are. It's not like she just saw giant eagles. It's like, yeah. I saw my friends turn into giant eagles. That's kind of badass. <laughs> and they're going to go fuck some people up. Also terrifying, man. Like an eagle beak is just fucking terrifying. All right. Question. Is there an intended formation as you approach these pirates, or is it just whoever gets there first gets there first? Because only one of the four of you will actually be able to speak with words. Um, probably I want Finn to go first, since he actually knows what's going on. So, like, I'm, I'll transform Cyril first, and then, like, send him off, and then send Darvin, and then go myself. So, it's, it's a little bit of a straight line, but it just gives the first person, like, a 
two or three second head start. Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't sure if this was like, we want this person to be in front or just go, just go. Whoever gets there gets there. I mean, yeah, I want, I, I, I want the person who can speak words to get out there first. He's also the one that will be able to do something from the furthest away. That is true. Because he'll be mounted. Okay. In which case, um, let's just do this pretty much as like a group action. Finnegan, you're not doing the actual flying, but you are the one who is controlling Cyril to fly. So let's have this be an animal handling check. The danger here being, one, getting there fast enough, and two, just the weather in general. The weather's not necessarily dangerous, but there's winds and there's some snow. So we'll see if it interferes at all. And then Darwin and Arnis can follow you on Cyril, picking out the good path or also bumbling into the bad one. Uh, I got a 16. Again, still haven't rolled higher than a 10. You're making good speed, but not great speed. The winds do shift. There is some turbulence, so to speak. And Cyril, not actually being a giant eagle, needs a moment to adjust to that. You have experience flying creatures, so you know how to navigate the winds. But Cyril doesn't have that instinct, let's say. She's done this before, but not enough that it comes natural. So there's a few moments we have to slow down and write the path. And um, how much in like traditional turns are we at this point? Because uh, if we're in something resembling a traditional turn beyond just helping fly, I'd like to do something. But if my focus is on flying, I'm fine with that. Well, there was no need for initiative for the racing part, for covering this distance. Got it. We're not going to do this multiple times. This is just rocketing down there as fast as you can. You're doing an okay job of it. The pirates, while they knew the instant that this phoenix was defeated and that the egg started falling, their mounts are not quite as nimble as giant eagles. Probably gold stash on her giant screech owl, who's got the fastest mount between them all. Still not as fast as a giant eagle, though. Just a little bit slower. Plus, they are riding their mounts. They're not just downward diving. So it's more of a circular pattern that they're taking down, like a corkscrew. They didn't see you coming, so they don't know that it's a race. But because you had to deal with some inclement weather and a little bit of turbulence, both groups are arriving there pretty much at the same time. And if we're about to have an incident here between the two groups, then we would need some initiative. Okie dokie. So both groups are arriving down near the egg at about the same time, pretty much neck and neck. If there's going to be a confrontation here, we need to roll some initiative. Yep. Okay, let's roll some initiative then, folks. Aranis and Darvin, you are using giant eagle stats at the moment. Your dex mod is plus three. Seven. All right, Darvin gets a seven. Aranis? Fourteen. Finnegan? Fifteen. Hey. All right, let me roll one for our pirate friends. Ooh. You'd love to see it. They got a 19 on the die. No, we don't love to see it. They are definitely going first. As you get nearer, you can hear their celebration. They're shouting. There's congratulations to each other. They are in very high spirits. One of them, say Goldbrow, the dwarf Goliath. She's on her night heron. As they're descending, she turns and she's like, Some eagles approaching. Just a moment. And she quickly casts speak with animals, and tries to communicate with your birds, which are you, actually. So, hmm, weird how that works. Um, not exactly entirely sure how it works. Um, I'm going to say it does. I'm going to say it does. So, Darvin, Arnis, and Cyril, you all hear and understand her as she just says, uh, hmm, what did she say? What did she say? Uh, just not something aggressive. And I guess, Finnegan, you would just hear her say this in words, because it's not like speak with animals is silent. Fair tidings, eagles. We are simply headed to the ground. Let's all pass by and enjoy our days. And were you actually animals, this would be like an animal handling check, but two-thirds of you are people, and the other one is Cyril. And since, Finnegan, you can hear her words, it's all up to you how you want to respond. But I guess, Darvin and Arnis, you could respond back in eagle, and she would understand you, but... Finnegan, you could respond back just in common if you want. Um, Go ahead. So whoever well, wants to respond. If she hasn't noticed Finnegan yet. No, then... no, she just sees the giant wings. It's dark out. Mm. Right, Unless right, somebody's right. cast light. Nope. You know, you're just birds without dark vision. 
but the egg's glowing, so you all have a common target. I don't want to give away, like, who we are, because my first instinct was to say, like, you know. Surprise, bitches. <laughs> something like that, or like, F off or something. But I think, um, I think it's a little more eagerly to say, like, that egg is mine, and I will have it. <laughs> mine? Mine. Yeah, I'm just going to be like a seagull. Fine, fine. She says back, if you want eggs, we'll get you plenty. Darwin or Finnegan, do you want to respond? How far are we from the egg? Hey, at this point, everybody's about 200 feet away. Shoot, just a little too far for that one thing I wanted to do. Let me check the other thing I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, way too far for that thing I can do. Um, and way too far for that thing I can do. Okay. Okay. I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. All right. You're invisible. <laughs> and that lasts, oh, up to an hour, as long as I don't attack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is convenient because polymorph also lasts for up to an hour. Okay. Now that's Finnegan's turn. Aranis, what about you? Any actions you would like to take? I'm still going straight at that egg. Okay. Everybody's closing so, distance on the egg. So, yeah, I'm not doing anything else except trying to get all the way to that. Mm-hmm. And Darwin, what about you? Following Arnis's suit, just headed for the egg. Headed for the egg. All right, all right. They've noticed that you eagles are not deterring from your current path. So it's time for some magic here. Let's see if I can just see which spell this is going to be. Let's see, there's that one, which is good. Or let's do this one. Okay. So Goldbrow, noticing that the eagles have not been deterred, she and Goldstash, yeah, she and Goldstash are going to both cast the same spell. They just want an extra wide burst of this. They're both going to cast Gust of Wind to create two strong lines of wind, 60 feet long and 10 feet wide, just in an attempt to push the eagles out of the way. This doesn't damage, it's just... Hey, eagles, no, this is ours. We're going here. Just away with ye. I would like to steal one of those. I had a feeling that might happen. All right, let's try to steal something here with the ring. Where's the ring? Where's the ring? I make an arcana skill check with a DC equal to the spellcaster save. Okay, cool. Make that skill check. Um, And I obviously want to steal the one that would most likely hit me. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Let's give it a shot. Roll that skill check. Sweet. Finally rolling above a 10. That's a 22 total. Ooh, that is definitely above one of their saves. It's above gold stashes. You, you're catching hers. Uh, she's the dwarf halfling. I'll need stats for that at some point, too. It, level 2 spell. Save DC uh, 17. And she immediately notices something is up. Like Her magic doesn't just fail. But the other gust of wind does get through. And since Finnegan, you wanted to prioritize yourself, Aranus and Darwin, as giant eagles, please make a strength saving throw. Sorry. Your strength mod is three. three. Yeah. Well, that's better than me as myself, so. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, probably. (laughs) Mine's definitely minus one. I got a 22. Damn. Oh, dang. Darwin's a strong bird. I rolled a 19 Helped. Oh my god, I rolled a 19 too. <laughs> what are the damn odds? Holy moly. I mean, they're dice, we can figure it out. <clears throat> you both succeed. The wind is strong, but it's not pushing you back yet. At the start of each of your turns, while you're in this line, you'll have to make a strength saving throw or be pushed. But forward movement is basically difficult terrain. Costs twice as much to get there. Ah, and as a bonus action, she can change the direction of that line. So, yeah, when you start your next turn, you'll have to make another strength saving throw, otherwise be pushed. But otherwise, as long as you're in this wind, it's double movement. Uh, Goldstash notices something is up since her magic was stopped, and immediately turns to intercept the eagles, no longer going straight for the egg. The other four still headed down there. Everybody's getting really close to the ground now. The three of you... If you intend to go in a straight line, you'll have to go through Goldstash and her giant screech owl. Finnegan, what do you want to do? Hey, so I have a question because 
technically I should be able to do this and still stay invisible raw wise because I'm not making an attack and I'm not casting a spell. I'm using an item. Mm. What I would like to do is throw that gust of wind back at the woman who's in my way. (laughs) Uh, I think that's going to work. I'm going to do a real fast check here. Let's see. Uh, It's a good thing there's a ring of spell storing, which is a very weakened version of this item here. While wearing this ring, you may cast any spell stored in it, so that counts as casting. Do you need the link to the ring of spell stealing? No, I got it. I got it. I just want to check invisibility real fast, just to make sure. Oh, it says it's otherwise treated as if you cast a spell, so that wouldn't work. Oh, I don't know. It's interpretation. It's otherwise treated as if you cast a spell, because it is basically a spell getting cast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's aim six that idea. You can do it. But it's going to break my invisibility, and I don't want to do that yet. Mm-hmm. Strategically, it's a good advantage right now, so I don't want to break that advantage. Because mm-hmm. right now, you're just birds. You're just big birds. I know, we're just big birds. How far are we from the ground? Ooh, or from the egg, I'm it. sorry. I mean, it's all the same since the egg has reached the ground now. Mm-hmm. We're all like 40, 50 feet away from that. Okay, then I'm going to pop this instead. I am going to break my... Uh... Yep, I can hit it from this distance because I'm mounted which doubles my range. So I'm going to throw the sphere around the egg. Okay. Uh, um, I love it so much. I, this is great. Cause if, if they don't pull up in time, somebody's just going to ram into that sphere. <laughs> That's true. And I get that. Like, and it'll go rolling, but. <laughs> oh, we could be chasing after a huge snowball. Um, uh, yep. <clears throat> let's, let's just keep that in our pocket for now. Okay. You immediately cast this spell. Damn it. They don't have access to counterspell. So no worries about that. Finnegan, you cast your resilient sphere around the egg, breaking your invisibility. You shimmer into sight. Goldstash definitely sees you now. The sphere forms around the egg. She's going to call back like, it's the guy from the ship. He's on a bird now. That's my action. That is. Do you have anything else you'd like to do? New free action. I'm going to call out very just firmly, no judgment, no anger. I'm just going to say, you all have served your justice. The egg shall be coming with us. Fly away and no one shall be harmed. And, I, and that's all I do for the rest of my turn. Okay. Like, I want to be firmly honest with that command. That's fine. Even that's though fine. I could definitely throw some damage at them. That's my turn. Goldstash yells back just in response like, you said they let you go. What is this? Okay. Arnis, it's your turn. Still a giant eagle. Actually, it's Cyril's turn. Oh, sorry. It's Cyril's turn. I, and is Cyril going to attack? Her speed flying for the egg. Okay. Yeah, I assumed everybody was just constantly flying down towards the egg. I just at wanted this point. to not get in the habit of skipping it, or else we will get in the habit of skipping it. Right. That is very fair. Yeah, we don't want to skip Cyril's turn. Because I just figured Finnegan wasn't moving. Because that would be jumping off of Cyril. <laughs> Which might be safe to do now. Which I'm not doing. You land in snow. Okay. 30 feet of fresh powder down there. <laughs> oh, It'll way deeper fine. than that. Way deeper. No, quoting Frozen. Just like landing on a marshmallow. All right. Aranus. What do you want to do? Giant eagle Aranus. Okay. I'm in this like gust of wind thing, right? Yeah. Make a strength saving throw. Thank you for reminding oh. me. That uh, would have come back to bite me. It's fine. What do you got? Oh, that's going to be a big old fail. That's an eight. Okay, you get pushed back 15 feet as the gust of wind continues, ruffling your feathers. Okay, but I can now move out of the gust of wind, right? Yeah, you're flying, so it's easy to just out of the path. Okay, so does that 15 feet count against my movement speed? No, no, that was you getting pushed. Okay, I still have to make up the distance. Yeah. Am I close enough that I could... I don't know where I am. In the sky. I Yeah, thank you. That's helpful. Am I close enough to reach the lady that cast the wind? Yeah, you've got a fly speed of 80 feet. I think you could do that. And F her up. I'm assuming I'm not close enough to get the egg itself. Well, now there's a giant sphere around it, so nobody can. Okay. Actually, I just looking at it, this sphere is actually only slightly bigger than the egg, which... Defeats the purpose of casting the sphere on it, but that's my I bad. I thought it could con- contain a large creature. 
It can, but it also states that the sphere is only large enough to contain the item. Uh. The sphere is weightless and just large enough to contain the creature or object inside. So, unfortunately, well, it's not as useful as I thought, but still useful. I'm going to call it a five-foot sphere since we already had you hamsterballing inside one of these before. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's to how the spell is written. Thanks. It's a five-foot sphere. It'd be difficult to pick up. Okay, then yeah, I'm going after Wind Lady. <laughs> okay. I don't know who cast it. No, it was Goldbrow or something. Yeah, it was Goldbrow. Goldstash was the one that Finnegan stole the wind from. All right, I can get to make two attacks. One with my beak and one with my talon. Ooh, very nice. Do it. Oh, well, all right. The beak was a crit fail. Ooh, that doesn't work. They're used to midair fighting. Just dodge out of the way. Oh, the rolls that I'm having this evening. Uh, but the talons was a crit. Okay, nice. And that's the bigger of the attacks, too. <laughs> yeah, they're giant birds. You still look like a giant bird. Mm-hmm. So she's reacting like you're a giant bird and not a person brain in there. So 46 plus three. Oh, good lord. That's that's okay. Good spread. 18 damage. Oh, very nice. Just a couple notes real fast. <sighs> I can't believe we avoided a fight just to go have a different fight. Hell yeah. Well, you can't put a phoenix egg in front of me and not expect me to, for so very many reasons, go after it. I mean, if you'd have just played along with them, you might have gotten this without a fight. You just would have had to fight the phoenix is all. Yeah. But that's in the past. That's in the past. Okay. Are you just staying right there next to him? Giant eagles don't oh. have flyby, so if you fly out of reach, they're going to get an opportunity attack. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just hang out and okay. be weird right and there. intimidating. Wonderful. Yep. Darvin. Giant Eagle Darvin. What do you want to do? I still have a strong wind, right? Do I need to make a strength save? Ah, yes. Thank you. Darvin, it's your turn. Please make a strength saving throw as you're in the wind. You get a plus three. Then a 16. Ooh, you get pushed back 15 feet as well. Buffeted back. Brutal. But much like Eagle Arnis, you can fly out of the wind if you want. This is really more effective against ground people and actual animals who might take that as a sign to stop. Okay, so yeah, let's move out of the wind and then I guess go attack the one Arnis attacked. Stay on that. Sure. Let's go right after Goldstash and her giant owl. Like a flock. I'm following the flock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do I attack again as an um, eagle? All right, you've got a beak and a talon attack. Both of them are plus five to hit. You can make both of them. Nice. Cool. Well, that's a 12 and a 7. Ooh, neither of those are going to hit. That's all I got then. Mid-air combat is rough, and positioning all these giant birds next to one another, also a little difficult. It's their turn now. They know that at least Finnegan from the ship is here. They don't know where these giant eagles came from. First up, I think Goldstash and her giant owl are going to attack Arnis. We'll see if Arnis loses concentration here. And everybody stops being birds. Okay. First, the owl is going to attack. Giant screech owl here. Eagle Arnis, you have an AC of 13. Yep. And giant owl gets a 12 and a 13. So one of those will hit. Let's get you some slashing damage as you get clawed. You will take 14 slashing damage. Holy shit. Please make a constitution saving throw. DC 10. Hang on a second. Okay. I had to do math for my hit points. Now, I use Eagle's constitution or mine? Mm, I want to say Eagle, but let double check. I'm pretty sure because you're the spellcaster, it's Oh, because it's concentration. Uh, it doesn't actually matter. It's the same. Okay. If it's the same across <laughs> the board, then it's moot. It's the same. Let's have that roll. Oh, I got an 11. Hey, that's good. DC's only 10. Hey, yay me. Giant Eagle Arnis gets scratched up by a giant owl, and then Goldstash herself is going to do something. You're very close. Yeah, but she's on the back of her owl, so let's see. What is she going to do to you? Where is my cold attacks that they've been using? Did she have to roll concentration for that wind thing? I don't know if it's concentration. Oh, that's a good question. Let's just say it's dropped anyway, since you've all attacked her now a couple of times. <laughs> The wind Doesn't is matter to me. I'm Darwin still would have got here anyways. Speed of 80. 
is really only if you wanted to keep going at the egg. Okay. Yeah. She's going to try to shoot you with the ray of frost. No need for the big guns yet. Just a cantrip. Giant eagles do not have the best of ACs, do they? Nope. Oh, it's just an animal. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. just saying, I'm sorry. This is going to get a little chilly here. You're going to get some frost on your wings. And slowed a little. Don't worry. You'll fall just as fast. <laughs> well, because that's probably what's yeah, it was a 13. I'm not rolling great, but you don't have great AC right now. Nope. So, 3d8 of cold. How much HP do you have left right now? 12. Oh, well, it's a shame that this deals 14 damage. Ouch. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, that means your form how- drops automatically, but everybody else's might not. How far am I from the ground? Uh, we'll find out in a moment. I want to see if everybody's oh, falling first. Make your concentration safe. You're all going to fall. It's just 10 again. Oh, well, I got an 11. There we go. It's just Aranus, and then we'll see how much damage you end up taking. Let's say you are 30 feet off the ground as you de-polymorph from an eagle and back into Aranus. It's chilly, and then, uh-oh, you're still in the sky, and you begin to fall. Luckily, it's snow down there, but this is still going to hurt. At 30 feet, it's still some damage. I'm going to remove one die because of the snow. 10 bludgeoning damage as you slap into the snow below and fall an extra five feet into it. It's firm enough you can climb out. But soft enough, it didn't hurt as much as it could have. (laughs) Right. But that does mean you need to make another concentration saving throw. You got this. It's just 10 again. I crit. Boom! You're keeping your friends up. You lift your friends up when you fall. Okay. Arnus falls out of the sky. Slaps into the snow. Cyril and Darwin, you get to maintain your flight. At this point, Goldbrow, whose magic Finnegan stole, is also going to do something about this while the other three continue down towards the egg. It being in a sphere is really going to interfere. Goldbrow's coming after you, Finnegan, since you just appeared. And she thought you all had an agreement, or so she was told. She wasn't there for the particulars of it, but that's okay. As they zoom towards you, uh, about to do a nice little f- like flyby claw and bite attack. Wait, she's on a... Oh yeah, she's on a night heron. Yeah. As she gets ready to fly by you to do a nice little scraping with the talons, uh, she's also going to unleash magic at you. She's not going to hold back like her sister. This is just Cone of Cold. It's going to hit both you and Cyril. I'm going to go ahead and try and steal that. All right. Another intelligence check. That's a 17. Let me just check. You just need to meet the DC, right? All right, then you barely meet that DC. So you capture it. The level five Cone of Cold again. This is the second time you've had Cone of Cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. DC of 17 this time. And as she sees this, she's like, oh, it was you. As they fly by, her heron is going to scratch at you with its claws. How does a 13 go? All 13s tonight. That's a miss. Okay. You fly by, claws coming right towards your face. You manage to duck down in time. She's Do they have flyby? Yeah. Damn. They're sky pirates. This is like their thing. Yeah. They're trained specifically for this so unfortunately i figured but it was also worth asking oh definitely and the other three are gonna head down towards the the egg in the sphere at the moment so yeah anybody who wants to be down at the egg can probably get there finnegan you don't have anybody immediately next to you darvin you do but on this round people will be able to get to the egg finnegan you're first though cool on my way to the egg I want to, uh, who's around the egg at this point? That's going to be the other three who are pretty much there. Cool, yeah. Goldbeard on the moth, gold chops on the hammerhead bat, and gold braid on the white bat. Then I'm going to go fireball those fuckers. Well, it's a good thing that sphere protects the egg, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they all need to make a deck save. Everything needs to make an X save. Uh-huh. Birds and people alike. Well, winged creatures and people alike. All right. I need to make a whole bunch of deck saves here. 
Let's start with the flyers. What's the DC? DC is 18. Okay. Goldbeard's moth succeeds. The other two failed. As for the people, Goldbeard continues. The other two did not. So yeah, Goldbeard and her moth will take half damage. The others will take full damage. Let's have it. What do we got? 24. 24 damage. All right. Uh, But this has definitely gone from, did we misunderstand the negotiation to, oh no, you guys are... (sighs) I told them. Y'all are going. I told them that they didn't get to keep the egg as I was flying down here. You didn't tell them that before you let them go, though. No. You're Darth Vadering right now. No. No, I'm not changing. I'm not changing the rules. I didn't know this was part of their equation. It's the spoils of combat in their eyes. Yeah, but these guys don't get the spoils because they're just, yeah, no, that's not happening. All right. Um, you kill a bear, you get the skin. You kill a phoenix, you get the egg. No, 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 no. That's very different. That's the equivalent yeah. of saying you kill the bear, you get the cubs living in the den down the block. Very different. See? Difference in opinions here. That's all this is. They're pirates also, so, you know. We didn't know you were playing Devil's Abacus right now. Abacus. Devil's Abacus. <laughs> Devil's Abacus. <laughs> they, it counts. <laughs> Let's balance this yeah, equation real fast. There it is. Abacus. It counts. <laughs> okay. I, I got nothing for a bonus action because I okay. don't want to use the spells I have stored because I like that I've got spells in there now. That's and I fair. don't want to burn them. That's fair. So it's going to be Cyril's turn. Okay, in which case is Cyril the giant eagle going to attack anybody? Yeah, uh, most definitely. So uh, Cyril's going to attack whichever one is to most damage at this point. Goldbrow's the one who just flew by you, but they haven't really taken any damage. Goldstash, though, whom Arnis and Darwin have been fighting, has taken some damage. Would that take me away from the fight, or is that still... Yeah, the other three yeah, are... I want to go down toward one of the ones that's by okay. the egg. In which case, it would be either chops or braid. Gold chops or gold braid. Aboard and the bats, I believe. I'll just roll yeah. two sixes. So that's a pair of 11s. So those are not going to hit, no matter if you're going for their mounts or for them personally. Yep, that sucks. Are you landing or are you staying airborne? I think she's landing enough so that I can get off and then she's going to go back up and start flying once I get off. Okay. Is this just like flying low and you hop off? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. In which case, fine. Just make a quick acrobatics check. This isn't going to be pretty, y'all. You're landing in snow. If it was solid ground, I think it'd be fine, but... I crit. I've done this before. Hey, you used to do this on Silver 4. All the time. I make this look good. (laughs) That was great. Your feet sink in a little bit, but not enough to slow you down. All right. Arnis, you've fallen... You are prone in the snow. This is definitely difficult terrain. So uh, mobility is going to be rough. Okay. Where are all these ladies in relation to where? I- yeah. Goldstash and Goldbrow aboard the Owl and Heron, respectively, are still higher up in the sky, about 30, 40 feet. The other three, Captain Goldbeard, Goldchops, and Goldbraid on the Moth and the two bats, are right down there by the egg. Also about 30, 40 feet away, but it's horizontal instead of vertical. I want to pick, um, have, have any of the folks that are right near the egg taken damage? Because I, I can't remember. Yeah, they all have. Thanks to Finnegan's fireball. They all have, right. Okay. I want to pick one that's not the leader. So not okay. Goldbeard. We got gold chops and gold braid on the hammerheaded bat and the white bat. I'll pick gold braid. Why not? And I want to cast Power Word Stun. Well, thank you for spreading it around because it was Gold Chops who got this treatment last time. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. And it works. Boom. Stunned. Does Power Word Stun take concentration? No, it's just instantaneous. It's just a thing that happens. Coolly. Oh. Otherwise, you know, that's people part of fall the reason from the I, sky. Yeah. yeah. That's part of the reason I took it, actually, is because it doesn't require concentration. Okay. She is stunned. She gets to make a con save on her next turn, but for now, ugh. I think she falls off of her bat, too. She begins to fall, and her bat kind of maneuvers around, so ugh, she just slumps down on her bat's back. They're not going to let their rider fall off. 
Fair. And that wasn't the intention, honestly. Okay. But yeah, no, she's stunned. Just trying to stop her. Anything else, Arnis? I feel like I should shout something at them, but I'm just, I'm going to let the stunning do the talking. Okay. In which case, it is their turn again. Goldbeard and her giant moth have landed now right next to the sphere with the egg inside. She needs to do something to try to move this egg. Um, nothing, not physical objects, energy, or spell effects can pass through the barrier in or out. It's immune to damage. Weightless, just large enough to contain creature or object inside, So, but we're saying five feet, um, so it's at least awkward. Um, enclosed creature can try to hamster ball. Globe can be picked up and moved by other creatures, but it's big and awkward. So what I think's going to happen here... This is what Goldbeard's going to do as her moth lands. The moth lands right in front of the egg, right in front of the sphere containing the egg. Goldbeard steps back a few paces along the moth's back and is going to unleash Thorn Whip in an attempt to lash around this sphere and pull it onto the moth's back. Not sure what to make of this sphere, but hey, big ball, yeah, let's try to just grab it. And since this is just an object, I'm just going to make sure she doesn't crit fail. Okay, no. Whip around the sphere. She begins pulling it over. It's surprisingly light since the sphere is weightless, which means it's only moving the weight of an egg. And this egg is glowing and crackling with electric energy. And she quite easily pulls it onto the back of her moth. She's going to pull out some rope in an attempt to tie it down, but does not have enough time to do that right now. She calls out to her sisters. Take care of them. This wasn't part of the deal. We don't owe them anything here. And they all nod and they're like, cool. Except for Goldbraid, who just is stunned. <laughs> so who do we got here? I think Goldbrow, fresh off of swooping down at Finnegan, is going to turn and swoop down at Arnis. You're on the ground. You seem like easy pickings. She's going to fire a ray of frost at you before her mount gets a chance to attack you. So, first up, Ray of Frost. Arnis no longer in giant eagle form. Does a 19 hit? Hmm. Not when I shield. Okay. I was going to ask, do you want it to hit? What does that make your AC now for the rest of the round? 23. Okay, because the Night Heron is still going to try to claw at you, but much higher difficulty now. That's why it's a Hey, and that's a three on the die, so nothing. Scrapes along that magical shield. Who else do we got up there? We have gold stash and gold chaps. Gold stash is going to go after Bird Darvin. Hey, Bird Darvin. Yes. You ready for a beak and a talon? Yes. All right. Ooh, those are definitely both going to hit. That's a 17 and a 19 against your giant eagle's 13. Uh-huh. So let me just roll some dice here real fast. Their birds are a little bit better than you as birds. Just fair warning. But not when I roll like ones and twos here. So that comes to 16 slashing damage you're going to take. Piercing and slashing. Okay. Question. Sorry, what did I start with? Was it the 26? Yeah, 26. Okay. Gotcha. You still have some hit points there? A few down to 10. All right, then. You're still a giant eagle. This isn't your concentration, so you're fine. And then Goldchops is going to just going to charge at Finnegan, I guess, who's landed. Your eagle has taken off and is away, and you're the person, uh, so you're the more of the threat. She's going to pull out her club, and she's going to attempt to hab at you with that. Let's see if we hit Finnegan with a club. Does a 14 hit? Not if I shield. Are you shielding? Uh, yeah. Okay. If I can uh, dodge a 14 with it, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. And then her, uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. gold chops bat. Okay, yeah. Is going to try to claw at you a little bit, too. Oh, that's less. Nice. Shield spell doing its work today. That's all of them. Finnegan, what do you want to do? Nice. All right. Um... Oh, wait. Um, sorry. What's her name? Goldbraid needs to make a save to see if she's not stunned anymore. She's still stunned. Oh, clean, oh, clean. Here is where we stand. We've got Lady trying to steal the sphere. Mm -hmm. Who's my current biggest threat? to the sphere and two in front of me and Cyril's still a bird mm -hmm. 
this point is not helping Cyril a ton, except from giving her a bonus to her life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And able to um, fly. Yeah. I want to fireball the woman who's trying to take the sphere. Okay. Goldbeard and her moth again. Mm-hmm. Let's throw another fireball out there. How many of these can you do? One more after this. Okay. It's a dexterity save, correct? Uh, let me double check, but I believe that is correct. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, dexterity safe. All right, we've got a 14 and a 19. The 19 will save, so they'll take half. Okay. I'm sorry, moth. Like a moth to a flame, or a flame to oh, a moth. Beautiful. So the, you know, the last one was really low. This one's not going to suffer from that problem. Oh, okay. I mean, 24 out of 8d6 is average. It's exactly half. Yes, but this one's 35. Hmm. That's 17 for Goldbeard. This giant Luna Moth, very pretty, like bluish green, almost iridescent wings on the inside. Lots of char marks now. Like, it, ugh, it's insulting to this moth. Anything else you'd like to do, Finnegan? Yes. I'm going to use the gust of wind I have. I do not intend to concentrate on it because I already have a concentration spell going, if you'll okay. allow that. Yeah, just a single gust um, of wind. You're just like, poof. I just want to gust the ball. Okay, okay. Let's see if this is going to work. All right, well, creatures would have to make a strength saving throw. Um, I think this is just Goldbeard trying to stop it from being pushed. Since she's trying to tie it down. So she hasn't finished tying it down yet. Like, just barely gotten the rope. But like, ah, shit. Can she hold on to it? Ah, she's got a plus two. 18. That's gonna win that's gonna work all right gust of wind no longer in the ring she like leans her back up against the sphere <sighs> i thought i said to take care of them uh, anything else Finnegan? that will be my entire turn okay what about cyril flying up in the sky is going to attack the luna moth oh i'm sad are you gonna kill a giant luna moth oh no that's not the intention the intention is to knock it out so she can't fly away Okay, well, let's see. You still have to hit first. Well, yeah. Speak. Talon. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, you know, last time I rolled two sixes, this time I rolled a six and a two. Mm. Really mm. don't want to be an eagle anymore. Giant Luna Moth lives! Yeah, Cyril's not adjusting well to attacking in bird form. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Arnis, are you going to start plodding through the snow to get closer, or are you good where you're at. I think I'm good. Okay. Really see any reason to get too much closer. I mean, mm-hmm. I can move a little bit, but move like 15 feet. Sure. Why not? Okay, and let's see. Oh, oh, okay. I've still got people as he can't do that. Okay. Um yeah. All right. I see her with this thing around the sphere. I don't like mm-hmm. that. I think that can F right off. I want to Eldritch Blaster. Oh, you're going to shoot Goldbraid herself. Goldbeard? Sorry, you're going to shoot Goldbeard herself. Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, this is a trap of my own making. <laughs> All right, shoot her. Shoot All right. The low one there is a 20. Well, then they'll hit. How many are there? Three. Then they'll right? all three hit. Yeah, okay. <sighs> well, uh, it's only eight damage. Okay. It's pretty good, though. I mean, it's damage. It's low. Well below average. They did just fight this phoenix, remember? They are not at max health. I guess that's true, too. So, yeah. Eight. Pew, pew. All right. Is that all? Yeah, I think so. Bird Darvin, what would you like to do? Attack back, I suppose. Who would you like to attack? Goldstash was the one who most recently attacked you. Right. But the other person I've been engaged with earlier, right? Who's the other one again? This is the one you were engaged with earlier. Goldbrow oh. went after Arnus, and the other three are on the ground. Got you. Then we'll keep at it. Okay. Oof. So that's a... Get a beacon of Talon, right? Yeah, a beacon of Talon. Both plus five. Plus five, that's an eight and a... I think the Talon's a plus... Talon's a 21. Hey, the Talons are going to hit then. 
Nice. That's 2d6 plus 3 damage. 7. Alright, alright. And that's it. Gold Stash is the Dwarf Halfling. Alright, yeah, you've slashed her up pretty good. She's not looking great. Trying to take in a little bit of extra lightning from the Phoenix fight. Not down yet. It's their turn. Goldbeard and her Luna Moth are not looking great. So she's just going to try to finish tying this sphere down to her moth. So she takes that rope, lashes it around, seems to be secure enough on the moth's back. She hops back up onto her normal seated position. There's not really like a saddle there, but there's like a couple of things for her to hold on to, kind of like braided ropes and ways that she can attach herself to it as well, in case, you know, not so as not to fall off. Anyways, she loops back up, pats the moth on the back, says, let's go. And the moth slowly begins to take up. Takes a little bit of distance to actually get itself upright and back in the air. She calls down to her sisters. I got the egg, but we can't let them follow. Take out the birds and let's get out of here. So they're going to turn their attention to Cyril and Darwin. So Darwin. Goldbrow is now going to turn up against you. Try to shoot you with a ray of frost. Pew. A 15, which will definitely hit you in eagle form. Let's see. D8s. D8s. Mm. That is 17 cold damage. Yep. No more eagle. All right. Uh, you had 10 left, right? Correct. All right. So those extra seven do pass along to you. Okay. And you fall. I guess just make an acrobatics check to see how graceful this is, because I know the fall damage isn't going to hurt Mr. Monk. Mr. Slow Fall. 16. You land just fine. On your feet. Don't sink down into the snow too much. But your wings have been clipped. And then, let's see who else we have. Gold Stash. And we have Gold Chops. Gold Stash is going to swing around at Cyril. And her owl is going to attempt to attack Cyril. Let's get a couple of these talons real fast. The three on the die is not going to hit, but the other one is a 16 total, which will. How much HP does Cyril have left in bird form? Cyril hasn't taken any damage yet. Hey, cool. Then this won't ground her. Not for lack of trying. That's 11 slashing damage as this giant owl comes by and just scrape. Flies past. Gold Chops' turn. Gold Chops is on the hammer-headed bat. That's right. Gonna try to club Cyril, and the bat is gonna try to claw. You give me numbers on die, please. Sure thing. The bat will be the black die. The bat rolled an 18 on the die, and Gold Chops herself rolled a 13 on the die. Cyril's AC in bird form is 13. Yeah, you can't do both of them, so one, yeah, one's guaranteed to hit. It doesn't matter. You gonna try? I mean, I don't know that there's a particular point. Well, all right then. Um, do-do-do. Cyril's gonna take eight slashing from the claws, and then 13 from the club. Give me a second, I gotta do math. <laughs> So still an eagle, but just barely. Barely staying upright. Goldbraid and her bat are not going to engage in attack because Goldbraid is currently stunned. But let's see if she recovers. Goldbraid shakes off the stun. But it's too late for her and her bat to do anything. With only one eagle left, they are going to just try to fly away. But Finnegan, it's your turn first. Fireball. <laughs> who are you fireballing? Uh, the one who has the orb. Just to be clear, are, are you willing to kill that big moth? I don't want to, but if I have to, I will. Okay. Because uh, unless the moth saves and you roll really poorly, this is probably deadly. Just going to put that out there because I know Finnegan cares about animals. Yes, but I also had a conversation with this animal and I told this animal it could go and did not have to stay here. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be happy about it, but okay. there's some battlefield triage happening here. It's better to, you know, 
it's sad, but to kill this one and save them from getting the pirates from getting a lightning phoenix is the better call. All right. See, the moth is going to roll this green one, and Goldbeard is going to roll this blue one. They're both going to fail. Those are both under 15, and I know your DC is like, what, 17 or 18? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's have that damage. And if we get all ones here, maybe. 30. No. Goldbeard and her giant moth only made it about 20, 30 feet off the ground. Takeoff's a little bit slower for a giant moth. And then there's this giant fireball, and it erupts, and they are caught completely off guard. The edges of the moth's wings catch flame, and it quickly dips and crashes into the snow. And there's a sizzle. And as soon as Goldbeard can like right herself and correct herself, you just hear her crying out like, Mila! Mila! Like shaking putting head down, listening. The sphere is, of course, still fine. The fireball burned the ropes. It rolled off of Mila. Mila being the giant moth. She turns and looks at you, and she's just furious. Just killed her moth. Anything else you want to do, Finnegan? No. What about Cyril, who's still got a few points left? Yeah, Cyril's going for Goldbeard. <sighs> she's already been landed. Okay. Okay. So it's a 15 and a 12. No, those aren't going to hit. Can't hit her shit in this form. Is Cyril going to try to fly away? It'll provoke an opportunity. I just want to know if Cyril's staying there or leaving. Cyril's staying there. She's not going anywhere. She really doesn't want to be flying anymore. All right. Arnis, what do you want to do? Goldbeard is grounded. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the others began to fly away, but that's probably going to change here. But um, there's now been a casualty. Okay, then I want to go off after one of the other ones that is flying away. Okay. Can I tell from my vantage point which one looks the most hurt? Not really. It would be the owl or one of the two bats. Oh, no, the riders, not the oh, animals. Then definitely Sorry. no. <laughs> Well, I probably can't even hit the writers, can I? Because they're above me. That's true. That's true. Unless you had an AOE thing. Uh, yeah, that's not what I was planning on casting. All right, then whichever animal I discern to look the most injured. Who do you want to go after? I don't know. We've got the giant screech owl, the hammer-headed bat, and the white bat. Go after the owl. Okay. And I'm just going gonna to cast Eldritch Blast. Go for it. Well, that's not going to hit. That one's a one. Ooh, no, that's not going to hit. Oh, and a two. It's not going to hit. And a 23. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, at least it's eight damage. So, that's... Okay. All right, you hit the giant screech owl. It screeches. Because it just got shot with Eldritch Blast. Not very happy about that. Anything else, Arnis? No. Okay. Darvin. You have landed. Goldbeard is the only other one on the ground right now besides Finnegan. What do you want to do? Goldbeard is in range of me. Can be if you move. Got you. You fast enough. I guess I'm going to attack Goldbeard. Okay. Question, since I know we didn't bring this up last time while you were aboard the ship. Do you want to sling that scabbard at her on the way? Ooh. Why, yes, I do, actually. All right, scabbard of slinging as only part of I the gotta, attack. Only I gotta pull up those stats because I forgot to have that ready. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make a ranged attack with it. The bonus would be the same as your leg sword. Oh, nice. So it's just a ranged attack with the leg sword. Cool. Yeah. That is easy. Yeah, as long as there's a leg sword attack following it. Gotcha. Does this count as my first attack or is it? Is that how that works? This is like a bonus attack, like a free attack. Nice. So you roll for this, and then the first sword attack is actually the first attack. Got you. Very cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ranged attack with the sword. Oof. Well, 16? No, she catches it. Brutal. Okay, then, as I <laughs> get closer to mm-hmm. sword attacks. 
Yeah, go for it. Oof. So that's going to be a 12. Nope. And a... God damn it, I keep dropping dice. <laughs> and another 12. Awesome. <laughs> She's pairing you with your scabbard. Oof. I'm going to spend a key point to double punch since I can't seem okay. to hit. Let's go for it. Okay. Key point noted. And two punches are 17 and an 18. Hey, those will hit. Whew. Finally. <laughs> Four. Do you just want the total? Yeah, you can just give me the total. 22. Okay. Okay. Damn, that hurts. She's bruised and bleeding, puffy eye, blood dripping down through the, the golden tattoos on her face. And Darwin, since you are close enough, tears at the loss of Mila, her moth. So it's her turn. She's upset. She's not happy with this current situation. She's going to pull out a sword first and try to stab Bird Cyril. That's a 25. Okay, I think bird cereal is no longer going to be a bird. She takes 10 piercing damage. Sorry, slashing. Cereal's back down in Drake form. Yep. Thank you. Goldbeard's size like I should have knew it. And then she's going to turn Darvin and she's going to try to backhand you with your own scabbard. Just whap right across the face. That's a two on the die. That's not going to work. She swings. You dodge out of the way. And she's just holding the scabbard in one hand, sword in the other, standing over her moth and like right in front of where the sphere is. Uh, And she just says, this wasn't part of the deal. You said we could go. Um, It's her sister's turns. I don't know what they want to do. I think think they see the loss of the moth. And they see Goldbeard, their captain, their sister. In a very bad way. So they fly around and they're pretty much encircling you, Finnegan, and Darvin, and Cyril. Arnis, you're a little bit farther away from the action, so this aggression isn't necessarily pointed at you. And they're going to just try to swing this back into a negotiation. It's up to you how successful they'll be. But Goldbeard continues, This wasn't part of the deal. You said we could go. That this... That this is what we wanted. And now you're trying to take it from us. Why? Who's she talking to? I, everybody in general. Just like, This was the deal that was struck. That we all agreed to. Why, this Why? was not the deal. We agreed that you could have your revenge. You're not taking this innocent creature. You can leave. You can fly away right now. And there can be no more loss to your group. I can't fly away right now. You killed you. Killed Mila. Aye, and for that I apologize. If anything, this creature is recompensed, then. Hell no. By the chains of agony, Toy, I will not let you take that creature. I will give my life before I let you walk away with that, you pirate. Then what's the solution here? Leave or die. How do you replace what you've stolen from me? I am not replacing anything. You made your choice. I let you go. I gave you the offer to leave before you landed and started this fight. You told us we could leave on the ship, and then you said we yes. weren't allowed to. And you changed the rules. You, you fucking listen to me. You have an option to leave with your lives now. I told you when I saw you going for this creature that you were not to have it. You have a choice. Get on one of your friend's animals and fly away with your lives and be thankful that I did not kill you today. Or try to take this innocent creature with you and die by my hand, gladly. Roll intimidation. It's a 13. Fine. But I will honor Mila. Have your egg. And just pray you don't have to come through our territory. She's furious. This is not over for her. But, but she knows this isn't a good fight. More of their animals will die. Her sisters herself may even die. You gonna let them go? And again, stands by his word. If they're gonna fly away, then he'll let them fly away. Yeah, let them go. Finn was doing the negotiating. What he says goes. 
Okay. She's going to join Goldbrow on her heron. Goldbrow's night heron, probably the least harmed of any of them. Just before they take off, Goldbeard turns to you one last time, still emotionally distraught. We'll go. We will make sure it's known that the god of rebellion and those he travels with are deceitful. Liars. Going back on their word as it suits them. I want to see how many people believe a pirate. She spits down at the ground. Blood spit lands in the snow. They begin to take off. Who's taking the egg? Well, I have to dispel the... And it just drops, right? You concentrate. Yeah. yeah, I just drop it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take it. I'll put it in my satchel. It's a little warm to the touch. Hairs on your arm stand up. But it's safe to touch. Okay, be careful with that. Yeah. And this is the part where I say, you know, maybe the, uh, <clears throat> maybe the anger, maybe the, uh, maybe the emotions don't get to go down from here. This Finnegan, you were threatening, but they are pirates. They are not easily scared. And as they have proven with the Lightning Phoenix, they are not shy about revenge. They take off. Soon after, in the sky, you see blast after blast after blast as they shoot holes through the balloon and the dirigible. Olwan and Carolina are doing their best to guide the ship down gracefully. Felicity is scampering, praying out to Favon to soften the landing. And in the distance, Regal Splendor crashes into the snow. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend. <laughs>